Welcome to Russian Made Easy, where we leverage advanced techniques like pattern recognition and contextual learning to help you quickly and easily start speaking Russian. Welcome to episode 18. Today's lesson is in response to an email I got from a listener named Sherry in Perth, Australia. She writes, Hi Mark, it's great how you explain the forms of the word need in the course, but it's still hard for me to sometimes choose the right one. Maybe you could give us more practice in your podcast? Спасибо большое. Thanks, Sherry, for writing. That's a common question, which is why I like making these podcasts. They're a good introduction to Russian for those who are just getting started, but they're also a great opportunity for me to expand on a lot of the main constructions you learn in Russian Accelerator. Case in point, practicing with that I need construction. So we'll get to that in a minute, but first there are a few new words I'd like us to learn. Repeat this first one. It's an easy cognate. Souvenir. And again. Souvenir. I realize you know what the word is, but listen to this contextual phrase all the same. The things we buy while on vacation, things like mugs and magnets for the fridge, and of course postcards, are all considered souvenirs. So in English, we call them souvenirs, and in Russian, they're souvenirs. Now, did you hear that e sound at the end of the word this time? That's their plural ending, the equivalent of our S in English, like souvenir versus souvenirs. Think, for example, about the word for crepes. Blinny. It also has that E ending because it's plural. We're saying pancakes. Back to our new word, how would you say, I want a souvenir? Я хочу сувенир. He wants souvenirs. Он хочет сувениры. Let's try one more new word. Машина. Машина. It's kind of a cognate, but let's get it from context. The Mercedes S600 is my favorite машина. But in the US, the best-selling машина is the Toyota Camry. So a машина is a car. Ask your friend, do you like my car? Literally, to you is pleasing my car? Тебе нравится моя машина? And now say, I want a car. Я хочу машину. Obviously, we change that ah ending to an oo sound, машину. All right, let those sink into the ever-growing Russian language center in your brain and we'll do some review of the last podcast now. How would you say, I don't speak Spanish? Я не говорю по-испански. 
Try saying, Jessica doesn't speak Russian. Jessica не говорит по-русски. Ask your friend, you speak English? Ты говоришь по-английски? My friend doesn't speak English. Моя подруга не говорит по-английски. Say, mom doesn't work. Мама не работает. She wants to dance. Она хочет танцевать. My friend Pavel lives in Moscow. Мой друг Павел живет в Москве. Mark, will you be having tea? Mark, чай будешь? No thanks, I don't want. Нет, спасибо, не хочу. Ask your friend Sasha. Sasha, want coffee? Sasha, хочешь кофе? How will you answer, okay, I will, as in, okay, I will have some coffee? Хорошо, я буду. So in that last phrase, хорошо is a way of agreeing. We translate it as okay or sure. But as I said, when we first learned it, this very common word has other uses as well. How do you think it would translate in this phrase? My Russian friend tells me, Mark, ты хорошо говоришь по-русски. And I tell him, спасибо. So, хорошо also translates as good or well, as in, you speak Russian well. So, tell your Russian friend, you speak English well. Ты хорошо говоришь по-английски. Okay, please repeat the following two-word phrase. Мне нужен. Мне нужен. And again. Мне нужен. Imagine you're working on your car. You thought you could turn this one bolt with just your fingers, but it's too tight. So you call out to the friend who's helping you. I can't turn this bolt. Мне нужен that wrench. Or say you're at a friend's house and he has Wi-Fi. You're trying to log in with your iPad, but it's asking you for the password. So you tell him, I can't log on to your Wi-Fi. Мне нужен the password. So, мне нужен. 
translates as I need, but literally it means to me is needed. Мне нужен. Which makes sense, right? After all, we learned мне нравится, which literally translates as to me is pleasing. So try saying, all in Russian, I need a bank. Мне нужен банк. How about, I need a souvenir. Мне нужен сувенир. Now let's learn two more easy cognates that we can use with this construction. Listen and repeat. Computer. Телефон. One more time. Computer. Телефон. I bet you understand what those words mean, so let's jump right to using them. Try saying, I need a computer. Мне нужен компьютер. I need a phone. Мне нужен телефон. Now let me stop here for a second. In those phrases, we said we needed the following things. Банк. Сувенир. Computer. Телефон. Now, I'll give you 100 imaginary rubles if you can tell me what all those words have in common. The answer? They're all masculine. That is, they all end with a consonant. And that's why they all got... Мне нужен. So, for 1,000 imaginary rubles, can you guess how to say, I need a car? Hit pause and think about it. Okay, ready? I need a car. Мне нужна машина. We need the feminine нужна to rhyme with the feminine машина. Нужна. Нужна. Мне нужна машина. Imagine you're cooking Russian pancakes with caviar, but you're out of caviar. So as you're racing out of the house, your roommate asks you, with two words, where are you going? Literally, you to where. Ты куда? Tell her, I need caviar. Мне нужна икра. How might you tell your friend, you need a job? Literally, to you is needed work. Тебе нужна работа. And now, here's your tip of the day from Russian Made Easy. Like today's lesson, 
Today's tip is in response to a listener's email. Matthew Shaw in South Carolina writes, Hey Mark, thanks for putting together these podcasts. I think I'm ready to get more serious with Russian now, but what do you think? Should I learn to read Russian first or put that off for a while? That Russian alphabet looks kind of scary to me. Hi Matthew, thanks for writing. That's a very common question. Do I need to learn to read Russian? And the answer is it depends. If all you plan on doing is speaking to people and having conversations, then no, you don't need to read. You can definitely get around any Russian-speaking country just on your knowledge of spoken Russian. What I mean is you can order food, catch taxis, go shopping, and all that. But at some point, it really is useful to learn the Cyrillic alphabet. Not just so that you can read signs or menus or whatever, but because if you know the Russian alphabet, then you can write in Russian also. And to me, that's the real advantage because, as I've mentioned, the physical act of writing helps you learn more deeply. There is science to back that up. But you don't need to learn to read right from the start. After all, think of how long you'd been speaking your own language as a child before you ever learned to read it. That's why in Russian Accelerator, we make reading optional by writing everything both with Cyrillic, that is the Russian alphabet, and with English letters too. That being said, I do have a course that will teach you to read Russian in just a few days. Most people get through the course in just a weekend, and it uses the same techniques we've been using here to learn words. That is, you learn through context. And what's cool is, the whole way, you're learning to read real Russian street signs. It's a really cool course. So if the Cyrillic alphabet intimidates you, as you said, Matthew, please go check it out. It's called Russian Alphabet Mastery three-hour Cyrillic. And it comes free with Russian Accelerator, and you can also find it for free on iTunes and Google Play and so on. Okay, so back to our new stuff. If you're feeling tired, how would you say, I need coffee? Ask, where is my phone? Где мой телефон? Tell your friend, I like your car. Мне нравится твоя машина. Let's learn one more new cognate. Listen and repeat. Internet. One more time. Internet. I need the internet. Мне нужен интернет. Is there Wi-Fi? Есть Wi-Fi. And here's our last new word of today's podcast. It's not a cognate, so listen carefully and repeat. Квартира. And again, квартира, квартира. Here it is in context. Can you get the meaning? Imagine I'm giving my friend a tour of Manhattan. We're outside a tall building and I point to it. This is where I used to live. Up on the seventh floor, I had a two-bedroom квартира. So, 
квартира. Is the Russian word for apartment. To me, the word sounds like the word quarter in English, as in someone will show you to your quarters. Right? Your quarters in English is your living space. From quarters, we get квартира. It's pretty close, and I'm not sure, but I bet they're somehow related. Anyway, try saying, I need an apartment. Мне нужна квартира. Did you remember to use the feminine version? Нужна. To rhyme with the feminine? Квартира. If so, you're really getting the hang of how Russian works. So let's try just a few more phrases. Ask your friend, is this your apartment? Это твоя квартира. Say, no, this isn't my apartment. Нет, это не моя квартира. Ask your friend, is this your computer? Это твой компьютер. Say yes, it's mine. Да, это мой. Ask your friend if he needs the internet. Тебе нужен интернет? All right, great job today. I hope you put all these on your flashcards, and in the next episode, we'll learn how to talk about the things we have and ask other people what they have. I'll see you then. This has been another episode of Russian Made Easy. To put your listening skills to the test, be sure to check out our new media center at RussianMadeEasy.com.